On this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Exodus chapter 5. After Moses and Aaron talked to the leaders of the Israelites, they went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go so that they may hold a festival, which is like a party, to me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh replied, Who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go, which is exactly the response God told them to expect from Pharaoh. Then Aaron and Moses said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Now let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, or he might strike us with plagues or the sword. I don't feel like they were being really clear here about what was going to happen if Pharaoh didn't let them go. They said God might strike us down with plagues or the sword. To which Pharaoh was probably thinking, well, good, I want to get rid of y'all anyways. But God was not going to strike down the Israelites. God was going to stretch out his hand against the Egyptians. But Pharaoh said, Moses and Aaron, why are you taking the people away from their labor? Get back to your work. The people of the land are now numerous, and you are stopping them from working. Then Pharaoh doubled down on the hardened heart and gave orders to the slave drivers that they were no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. The people were now expected to go and gather their own straw, but they were still required to make the same number of bricks as before. Pharaoh said, The people are lazy, and that's why they are crying out to let them go to sacrifice to their God. He told the slave drivers to make the work harder for the people, so that they would be so busy and focused on working that they would give no attention to the lies that Moses and Aaron were spreading. Then the slave drivers went out to the people and told them what Pharaoh said, Get your own straw, and you have to make the same number of bricks as before. So the people scattered all over Egypt and frantically tried to find straw to make bricks and the slave drivers kept on them to complete their work to make just as many bricks as they did before. They would beat the Israelite supervisors asking, why didn't the people make the number of bricks that they are required to make? The Israelite supervisors went and pleaded with Pharaoh, why have you treated your servants this way? Your servants were given no straw, but we were told to make the same number of bricks. Your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people because they gave us no straw. Pharaoh replied, lazy. That's what you are, lazy. That's why you keep asking to go sacrifice to your God. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw, but you will be required to make the same number of bricks as before. The Israelite supervisors realized they were in trouble. When they left Pharaoh, they found Aaron and Moses waiting for them, and the people were mad. They told Aaron and Moses, May the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made Pharaoh dislike us even more, and now he and his officials want to kill us. Moses was stressed. He went to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you brought trouble on these people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak on your name, he has brought trouble to these people, and you have not saved them at all. And that's where the chapter ends, with Moses questioning God's plan and the people worse off than they were before. God did tell Moses that Pharaoh would not let the people go and he would harden Pharaoh's heart. But God didn't exactly fill Moses in on the fact that it would get worse before it got better. But I feel this is kind of just like good parenting. It reminds me of when I would have to take the kids to the doctors to go get vaccines. They would ask me, are we going to have to get a shot today? I never want to lie to my kiddos because I always want them to be able to trust what I say. So I would tell them, yeah, we're going to get shots today. Then they would ask, is it going to hurt? And again, I would be honest and say, yeah, buddy, it's going to hurt for a minute or two. But I promise it hurts a whole lot less than if you get the virus. 
What I didn't do was tell them about the size of the needle or go into detail about how it pierces the skin and into the muscle or how the medicine might hurt a little as it goes in because honestly, it would just make them freak out for no reason. Everyone knows that the time spent waiting for the needle is normally much worse than when they're actually getting the shot. I'm sure if Moses knew how things were going to go, he would have spent much more time worrying about what was about to occur. But the bad time wasn't going to last forever, and God knew he had great things in store for his people. And in the meantime, the whole situation brought Moses running back to God for help and direction. And being close to God is always a good place to be, no matter what our situation is, because he's an amazing God. 